0: ham radio 2.0 audio podcast rip thank you for downloading and listening to this podcast so basically what i do is i take all the audio clips out of my videos and upload them to spreaker and then from there they're spread out to itunes and soundcloud and now amazon audible as well but i want to welcome you and thank you for joining the audio section of this series on ham radio i hope you enjoy it And I would appreciate you leaving us a comment or a review on whatever podcast service you're listening from. Thank you and 73. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, Unmute that and let's get into that. I got to mute that here. I'm flustered because gosh, that was a drive. I was in Arizona. I left the border of Arizona this morning, believe it or not. I was just inside the border of Arizona, and that is, uh, and then I left, I actually woke up about four, uh, I woke up about three o'clock, and uh, I laid there for about an hour, I'm like, you know what, I'm not going back to sleep, I'm just going to get up, so I packed up the trailer and left, and hit the road about 4.30, and I've been on the road ever since, so that was like, uh, mountain time zone, seven o'clock, I don't know, I can't math right now.
1: You know it takes a dream to get through Texas. Three.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was like 15 hours on mm-hmm. the road, something yes, like that? Yes, uh, or... Tom, he was pulling the yeah. Uh, camper. Yeah, the yeah, I was camper. pulling the camper. I was pulling the camper, yep. So so thank you to everybody for hanging out. I've got Frank and Gaston on here with me. So uh, what's up, guys? How, how are y'all? Hey, we were just
1: chatting that we literally missed each other by two hours. Two yeah. hours. Yeah, I heard that.
2: So. <laughs> yeah, I should have hung out a bit longer. It actually yeah. only took me two hours to get home. So 15 hours does not sound like fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It was, was not that fun. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it was, it was kind of a pain to get out there because, um, uh, I had a headwind pretty Ooh. much since like Ab- f- from Abilene. All the way through, like, El Paso, I had a headwind. And then, uh, well, I the first day I stopped in outside of Odessa. So I had a headwind from, like, Abilene to Odessa. So about two or three hours. And um, and then I got up the next morning, I had a bit of a headwind. Not as bad, but it was still there. And then once I got into Arizo- or, uh, New Mexico, um, New Mexico was fine, but I still had the headwind. It was still kind of following me. But once I got into Arizona... Uh, across the border and went up some big mountain out there, and um, snow snow flurries. It was snowing, and I'm like, I hope it's not snowing in Quartzsite right now. <laughs> no, so, no, it, it, it was cold yeah. though.
2: Um, it was yeah. I don't go through that much propane. Uh, I was oh, like I breaking the
0: needle propane. on E uh, <laughs> when I left. I was basically done that night with propane. Yeah. Oh wow. I had to go get it. Well, of course, I stayed two nights in the camper. Prior to arriving at Courtside And I had a full bottle when I left Texas And then by the time Charlie and Frank got there On Wednesday That would have been Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday It have been four nights by myself And it was down to like 10 or 15% I got a little Bluetooth sensor on my propane And I'm like, I need to go fill up So I did You fancy but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fancy It's fancy so whew, gosh. Yeah, anyway. So I I I walked in, kissed my wife hello. She's like, You smell. I like, <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yes I do. Uh she didn't actually say that, but uh, <laughs> but I, I bet she was thinking it though. Nice. Do you have a
2: shower uh, in your rig?
0: I do have a shower and I showered every night before Charlie and Frank got there. And I Frank, I don't know what you're doing. I don't um, know either. It just went dark. And uh, I showered every night before Frank and Charlie got there, and then I and then I um, I stopped because uh, I was afraid we'd run out of water, and we ran out of water yesterday morning after Frank cooked breakfast. Frank and Charlie both cooked breakfast mm-hmm. and uh, and washed dishes, and as they were washing dishes, the water ran out. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm glad I didn't take a shower. I really wanted to take a shower on Friday night. So the first thing, as soon as I shut the Zoom down, that's exactly where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh boy, but it was fun. It was, it was, um, it was. Yeah, it's cold here right now. It's cold. It's colder yes, right, here right. Thirty-four. Right, I know it's colder here right now than it was all last.
1: Week. I was just saying. I so, bet you oh you're glad gosh. that you arrived today versus tomorrow because it's supposed to be sleet rain. I heard that was supposed to start on Wednesday. No, they it's moved up. Man, they
0: moved it up. Oh shoot, I'm I am glad. Yeah, I got here then. So okay, but it was it was fun. I liked the uh, uh. I guess uh, thank you everyone for following and liking the stream. That's what all that dinging is going on. I don't know if y'all hear that or not.
1: Um, the see, the door check agrees. Yep. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. So um, send send them to the shower uh, after this. Out. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> she won't have to send me. I'm going by myself. So, uh, what was I saying? So, oh yeah, well, so I got there, and it was it was about how I was I was expecting it to do, expecting it to be, but there was there was less activities. Have you guys talked about that? Did you, ta- did you talk about that, Frank? On, no. On your, you, did you live stream tonight, Frank? I don't no. even know.
1: No. Even know uh, this was Charlie's night. night. He right. had uh, Gaston on. Oh yeah, that's We're right. We're talking that's about right. amazing things, that's and um, I don't know if the uh, quartz fest did come up. For like
2: 30 seconds, it was,
1: what is it? (laughs) I
2: gave the elevator speech. But uh, in all fairness, Jason, we didn't do really anything uh, in Mm
1: -hmm. terms of the actual sessions and all like half of them were canceled. So. Right. Well, well, let's do the elevator speech. What is course fest for the ones in the chat that don't know?
0: Well, from, from what I just experienced, it's a week long camping trip with RVs and ham radios. Um, there was a there was a four wheel off road thing that happened fr- Thursday morning, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to go to that. And at the last minute, I thought, well, I've got too much stuff in the back of my truck, and I didn't feel like un- unpacking it. And then as they were all leaving, I was listening to the frequency they were on, and I'm like, and following on uh, following them on APRS, and I'm like, I really should have gone to that. So they said it was not too rough of a trail. They suggested you have four wheel drive, but it wasn't like anything like it wasn't like rock crawling vertically with a jeep or something like that. So. Uh, yeah, they did that and then there was one uh there was a soda expedition I think the same day. I think I think the same day. I think I think uh uh Charlie and Javi and and um a couple of guys went out to uh yep. to do uh summits on the air. And that was fun. Um and there was uh there was a bunch of, there was a balloon launched uh yesterday morning. Did mm-hmm. they actually launch it?
1: Yes, they did. Okay. I they got post- footage and it's okay. the last thing in my Monday night video coming up cool okay um
0: yeah so they uh, they did a balloon launch they postponed it for like an hour i think cuz of winds it was really windy two Ugh. or three days
1: actually they postponed it cuz their first balloon popped oh oh okay <laughs> i
0: just i just assume it was the wind so yeah me too it but was, i got uh,
1: over there and i started talking to some guys i'm like oh no the first balloon uh, started filled up and it popped yeah it was well,
0: it was it was uh it was really windy before i got there i'm told y- you missed it
2: so yeah. uh, i actually caught it on audio. I was inside the RV with the dead really? cat mic'd up and um, you could hear it whistling. And I, I think it was about 45 mile per hour plus gusts. And uh, I kept wow. on checking to see if all my antennas were up the next morning and they all survived, but I can't say the same about some other guys hmm. that had some like 45 footers up there.
0: I, di- I didn't see any antennas fall, but that doesn't mean uh, that doesn't mean it didn't happen. No, so.
2: they were more like, you know, cockeyed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So someone's asking, do I see uh KB nine, uh RLW there? And I'm told he was there, but I didn't yeah. see him. So
2: he was the I, uh, keynote speaker the first day. So I went over there with the pup just to hang back and catch it. So I think it was like 9 AM Monday morning. I think that's when he was speaking.
0: Okay. That, uh, that was, that was before I got there. Yeah, I got there about two or three in the afternoon on Monday. So, well, the wind sort of, the wind died down. It was windy on Thursday, like all day. And Mm -hmm. everybody said that it was windy like that the prior weekend before I got there. So it was kind of windy Tuesday and Wednesday. Not too bad. It was really Wednesday, windy on Thursday. And then Friday and Saturday were almost perfect. And we're like, gosh, by the time everyone's packing up to leave, it's, you know, the wind finally dies down. And we were sitting around in t-shirts yesterday. So that was beautiful, um, beautiful but i'm glad i went it was a good experience i would probably go again but i probably won't go again next year and for for nothing else well because it's a long drive but also because um i really missed winterfield day this year i missed doing winterfield day this year so which uh, which ended today yeah. mm-hmm. um so yeah and if i were to go to, again next year i would probably go for the first and that's what charlie was saying too he would go for the first half then go home on like wednesday or thursday yeah and that's probably what i would do i would try to plan to be back in texas on friday by friday so that i could go to Winterfield day the following week. is
1: there more things going on at the first half of the week versus the second half
0: i you know i looked through this there's a schedule of events and there was some cool stuff happening i just didn't go to anything did you did, did you gaston did you go to anything no like
2: i said i had so much fun uh, hanging out with Chuck and uh, Kevin, yeah, yeah. It, we stayed to ourselves, and I was playing antenna experiments the whole time back there, doing <laughs> yeah, playing so radio. Good. So I think I connected with one viewer, uh, that was a local, and that was about it. So I,
1: I did a lot of walk around. I attended a couple of of the um, classes or seminars. I listened to Gordon's West about talking about satellite communications. We heard the ISS go above us. But mm-hmm. the um, repeater wasn't turned on, so they didn't did not make the contact. So we heard the um, mm-hmm. the digi rig or the digital um, APRS packets from it, but mm-hmm. got nothing else. Um, That's Too bad. Um, T- uh,
0: TC Fitz, thank you for the super chat. He's he sent me five five six and seven six two as a super chat. So right. magic magic numbers on both sides. So yep. If you wanted synth 300 for a 300 Magnum, that'd be cool too. But no, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah 308.
1: They, <laughs> 308. 308 would work. The yeah. the other but, thing I attended was the antenna walk, which I already put up on my um my I um, YouTube. That. I saw and, that. And uh what was the other thing? I cut co- a couple of the other classes, they're not coming to mind, but they, they were interesting. Mm. Um, I wanted to go to the CW speed contest. That sounded like fun, but when it started, I, I think we, that. we were sitting around the fire, and I lit up a cigar, and I was like, oh, Tom, I remember I didn't want to walk in the crowd with a cigar. Yeah, no, I don't blame you.
0: Yeah, we t- we smoked a few cigars out there, but um, I don't know. It was fun. We uh, we sat around the campfire most nights and just kind of chilled. Uh, it was a good time to um, just kind of hang out with people and, and yeah. you know, Camping in the woods is always better than sitting in the, at home in the city. Mm-hmm. I think uh, somet- sometimes I go to the dearly. and so my wife's like, well, what are you going out there for? I'm like for nothing. <laughs> Cause g- to get the heck out of the city. So uh,
1: uh, Ryan, yes, there was an icon drawing. Um, I didn't stay to see who won.
0: Right. Yeah. I think he's asking about my drawing. Oh, so, so yes, I'm giving away and I, we're going to do that a week from tonight. So technically, I said it was going to be January And I just kind of ran out of time with Being out of uh, Being out of town for QuartzFest and also Earlier in the month for um, Where did I go? I went somewhere And um, So we're going to do the Icom drawing the week, that's going to be my uh, Sunday night live stream for next week, so y'all, y'all Still have time to sign up for that uh, Yeah, I met Chris uh, The uh, the QuartzFest Planner, KR1SS, uh, I met Her, she was out there and coordinating things and doing a good job of it and um I met who else did I meet i met uh
1: did um did did you meet any um were you recognized as much as going to other um hand fests? not much
0: no not much i i heard yeah Charlie came walking back over one day like i th- i guess it was Friday he's like yeah, somebody's over there fanboying on frank so I left <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like oh. Yeah, I had several people uh, walk up and be like, oh, you're a take radio. Right I'm like, oh, yeah. yes, I am. Nice.
0: I tell you what, several. I went to the Swap Fest first thing Friday morning, and several people there recognized me. They're like, hey, are are you on YouTube? That's the, that's the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes I say no. No, uh-uh, I don't know what you're talking about. But hey, usually Jason, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, tell them about the score you got,
2: that uh, Yesu rig you picked up uh, yeah. Tuesday so- or something?
0: It was, uh,
1: oh, yeah, I think this. it was
0: Tuesday. Yeah, you did. You used it at POTA. Oh, oh, that was
1: it. I didn't, oh, yeah. I thought that yeah. was one you had already.
0: I know. No, some guy had a, there was a, there was a used board, a, a board there of used gear. And some guy had a, uh, an FT897 with the tuner, but no built in, uh, built in battery or built in power supply. And he didn't, he, I, no, he didn't have the manual. He had the power ca- cable, and he had put it in like a, a a pelican style case. It wasn't pelican; it was some other brand. And uh, that thing was clean. We yeah. opened it up. Javi knew about the radio. He's he's got he's had one of those for a long time. He's like, let's open it up and look at the inside. It looked brand spanking new on the inside, both on the top and the bottom cover. So, so I'll be. Um, and he kept saying, "Oh, you need to get it. You need to get a power supply." And I'm like, "It's amazing. I don't, I don't want a power supply. I want to take it out." into the field i want to take it do and do pota with it so i don't feel the need to get a power supply and the power supplies are unobtainium now they don't make them anymore but there's a a, a, an aftermarket company making the batteries the they have a battery you can put yeah in the bottom of the radio battery or power supply one or the other and there's a lithium ion version of the battery on amazon for about the same price as the nickel metal hydride one so i'm like I'm probably just going to get
2: a battery for it. Interesting. So, yeah, so I picked up one myself earlier mm-hmm. this month at a ham fest for a good price. Mine wasn't as clean as yours, but mine had the AC mains module. I've never owned a power supply ever. I run on batteries all the time for the last okay. three years. Okay. Uh, so all I do is disconnect the um, six pin Molex connector for the AC mains mm-hmm. and just came up with a little pigtail myself that goes from six pin to Anderson mm-hmm. and just use my standard life post cells that I use for soda. And it's great.
1: Okay.
2: Um, the cool thing about that rig is that the parts, the filters, the hand mic is interchangeable with the eight, five, seven and the eight, one, eight.
0: It It's the same as the eight, one, eight. I didn't really, I knew it was the same as the eight fifty seven. I didn't yeah. know the eight, one, eight was the same. Okay. Yeah. So
2: if you get like if uh, you could find the old uh, Collins filters for it. They work mm-hmm. on all three units. Same thing okay. with the hand mic. Um, even the transistor kits and repair kits are all the same.
0: Interesting. Okay, I I went to a I went to a parks on the air thing with a local club out here a couple years ago, and one of the guys there had an eight ninety seven, and I'm like, you know, this is a neat radio. Um, I always kind of liked that. I always kind of liked the. I was not as big of a fans of the as the Yazus as I was the Icoms, but the ones that had HF six meter, two meter, four forty all mode, I've always liked the the. I've got two or three Icom seven hundred sixes and 3 IC7000s and I've got an FT well the Yaesu FT847 is right there. Mm-hmm. I like that one, but that one's more of a desktop style. It's larger. It's about the size of a 7300 really. But that was a really clean radio I got from a from I got that from Main Trading Company, but I traded him something for it, so I didn't pay anything for it technically. Got and it. uh so but but I like the I like those shack shack in the box style radios and uh and that was a really clean 897. So if you guys worked me or Frank or Charlie or uh Richard was with us. We went out and did a POTA at, at a wildlife refuge just about 15 minutes down the road from courts from courtside it was in, uh, a kofa 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 yeah kofa wildlife rescue uh, or wildlife management area rather. Mm-hmm. Um if you if you made contact with any of us that day on Friday, that was the eight ninety seven you were listening to. So
1: that was a great radio. Yeah,
0: you know, I liked it. So got not sure what I'm gonna do with it yet, but it, it's pretty fun.
1: So
2: if you're into digital modes too and mm-hmm. want to go with the DigiRig Mobile, mm-hmm. the Yesu eight X cables that Dennis has on his site mm-hmm. works for your eight one eight and that one. So you can have, buy the cables once and use them on both. both oh, rigs. that's beautiful.
0: So- That's beautiful. That's good to know. Yeah, that's good to
2: know. The menus are the same way. So, you set up—you know how to set up the digital modes on one; it applies to the other.
0: Okay, okay, good to know. Good to know. Yeah, I've uh, got—I've got some plans for an eight-one-eight and a and and a bag made by somebody that's on the stream who is not Frank. (laughs) 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 I got to tell you, man, don't
2: do uh, made in America. Uh, small batch quantities where every single bag is made my hand i can't keep them in stock uh, the, the last batch so it's funny i brought 24 units to quartz fest uh-huh. guess how many i sold at Quartzfest? fest 24
0: Zero. Zero. <laughs> i did a trade with jason yeah on one yep
2: get home say hey members i've got 23 bags left gone in under two hours <laughs> nice <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. So Uh, I'm not going to go to Quartzfest with the intent of ever selling anything.
0: Well, I mean, how did you, how did you advertise them? Yeah, if if you
1: if you probably went and stayed for the Friday swap meet,
0: maybe. But if you were to take, I mean, did you take a bag, take a picture of them, and put them on that board over there or something?
2: No, people didn't realize what it is. It's an expensive bag, and Mm -hmm. then I tried selling just by word of mouth uh, my FTM six thousand man pack. So bag, frames, radio, box, uh, complete, battery and antenna for a thousand, which is basically what I have into it. Mm-hmm. And nobody understood what they were looking at. So it's mm-hmm. just not the market for the stuff that I've been developing.
0: I find that odd. I did that, too. That, that, that that's not the market for it. But um, yeah, I think you're right the first time they didn't understand what it was. Yeah. So I might try to change that myself. I got some <laughs> questions for you about other ideas for bags I had, but I will talk to you about that offline. So, because I got I got a couple questions for you. So, yeah, uh, yeah seven hundred six, Shane. The seven hundred six Mark two G is great. Uh, that that's probably my favorite one. Really, really, it's the seven thousand. The seven thousand has a few more options. Uh, color display. Um, uh, what else? Oh, it has a record feature. You can actually record. CQ Poto CQ Poto KC five H we be calling CQ Poto or whatever in the seven thousand. I always thought that was that was before its time. Now you can do that with all all new radios, but mm-hmm. you could do that mm-hmm. on the seven thousand way back when it was before its time. I thought, um, but the seven hundred six Mark two G is a great radio as well. That was my one of my first HF radios. Uh.
1: So what what things uh-huh. did you enjoy about Coach Fest? I know we did some other extras. We went to the RV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you went twice, three times.
0: Well, I went. I went the first day, or well, that time you and I went.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who was with us? Oh, Bill it's was me, with you us. and Bill. No, it was Bill. So we went down there, and that was a different experience. You know, I'm <laughs> I don't mean this in a negative way. Okay. But you can tell the demographic of people that an RV show is for because there was a bunch of stuff about sleep comfort and back pain pills there. So we am just kind of... Now, that kind of fits into the ham radio demographic. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe it's a good thing. But uh, but there was some cool stuff there. There was a knife. Night... I, I bought that axe. Yes. And I, I bought that handmade... Uh, 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 a... Uh, a st- stainless steel axe no damascus steel axe um with a handmade handle they got a lifetime warranty on the handle and they will sharpen it for you um for for a lifetime lifetime sharpening as well they will pay you just contact them they will send you a shipping label so they pay to ship it to them they will sharpen it fix the handle whatever and then pay to ship it back to you so i found a really nice set of cutting knives like um kitchen knives mm-hmm, and i'm mm-hmm. like and i i probably and i went to their website and they're not on the website so i'm gonna have to email them and ask but um it was a took the fifth it was 125 dollar axe so you were you were just barely off but uh yeah um but their set of knives was like 400 dollars, but it was for like like a butcher's knife and a, and a cutting knife and like i don't know all the kinds of knives you know that better than frank Yep. but I, I i was like you know i don't want to spend that today but and I'm like, and I'm like, uh, you know, I buy these and say and bring them home and tell Emily and say these are for the RV. And she's like, she's gonna be like, those are nicer than the nice knives we have in the house. <laughs> so <laughs> some of the uh, other
1: axes were very ornate. I thought yeah. about picking up some. So when I go to um, Renaissance fairs, I'll take them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I was like, oh, I just don't have the money right now. I'm I'm about to buy a gimbal for uh, Huntsville or not Huntsville, Orlando, coming Orlando. to Orlando. Some- so right. i can walk around with the phone and not having it move i'm sorry for the video some of these videos i'm like i tried to hold it steady the best i can we're fixing it though um and i also ordered um a a um dead dead cats for mm-hmm. my lava deer. so mm-hmm. i'm hoping mm-hmm. to eliminate the um wind noise mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: good 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 so gaston you going to you don't go to orlando do you, you ever been out there
2: no uh dayton would be the only one that i may consider going to this year Hmm. Um, but i will tell you getting back to something you said i probably will not be going back to quartz fest i think this is one and done for me Mm. uh wasn't my scene it was fun hanging out with you guys Mm -hmm. um but uh, i'm considering starting up something a little bit different that's more excursion based Mm -hmm. out in the area with a few people and see if that takes off incorporating more of tent camping and the RVs mm-hmm. and playing radio
1: mm-hmm.
2: and seeing if that, if there's interest there. So just mm-hmm. kicking around the idea of,
1: so you said you're like two hours around Quartzfest. Fest. So are you in the Arizona area?
2: Yeah. I'm just North of Phoenix by about 35 miles. Nice. Uh, the cool thing is I'm at about a thousand feet higher elevation.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: I run almost no power at the house, making contacts pretty much all the way down to Tucson. Uh, and cool. Tucson is also at about 2,000 feet, so it's actually kind of mm-hmm. cool. We kind of skip over all the intermediate cities in between. <laughs> Only like 110 mile contacts on VHF.
1: Hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm jealous. Um, you're uh-huh. always by those mountains and parks abound and uh, Soda Peaks everywhere. So that that's the perfect place to do all that. Well, I did one this
2: morning. I literally ran from the house to activate a peak this morning. So, I was on mm. the summit after about just shy of four miles. Um, I did straight bushwhacking uh to save myself some time, but yeah, we're basically in the Tonto National Forest. It's four hundred meters behind the house, mm-hmm. so mm. I've never done a park activation, and I literally have a park that is a like ninety second sprint from my backyard.
1: really um, jealous yeah. forty mm. minutes that away, yeah, or an hour that away or by my office over there another 40 minutes
0: yeah it's not fun it's it's yeah uh, we but we we talked about our next outing we went to the grand canyon with charlie and adam chuck javi was there and a couple other guys uh last july and the year before that we went to yosemite and adam kind of planned that yosemite trip and i think charlie planned this this trip last year so charlie charlie's like so we're sitting around the campfire, I think Friday night, and he's like, "All right, what do y'all want to do next?" So I think we all kind of, kind of group decided that we're gonna, we're gonna plan a trip to Yellowstone.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh yeah!
0: But we're not gonna. But since it books up so fast, we're probably not gonna do it until July of twenty twenty four. So it. about about a year and a half from now. So. Uh, so yeah, that's what, that's our latest thing we're talking about. So more to oh, come on cool. that later. So yeah, we might so, be able
2: to hook up. My wife yeah. and I are considering buying, we're well, not buying, but we're going to do a test run, hopefully this summer of going to Montana for a ah, month. So like okay. in August and we're thinking about buying a, a second property there, a rental property, and then using it in the summer. Cause I'm not going to do 118 degrees again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Eight
2: summers in a row. Like yeah. I have been doing out here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I uh it's too cold, too cold. I think yeah. I think that uh I think that I
1: would I don't know.
0: i I haven't decided yet, but Liberty Tape yeah,
1: says takes the bear spray. Take I'm, take take bear spray. Yeah. I I I'm taking you know the, the four ten. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna bring a forty five seventy.
0: Wow. <laughs> okay. Well okay. Let's go. Yeah, Shane says, "Hey, I might be able to take off that far in advance." <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they only let you book uh, the web the campsite like six months in advance, so it's it's literally going to have to be a really? year from now. Well, that's
1: what Charlie said. No, I, I I know that the booking goes up fast, but only six months in advance. I thought you could do a year. Well, Charlie, I thought
0: Charlie said six months. So I, I'll look. Frank, into it. Frank, Frank, you're planning the Yellowstone thing, so you take care of that. So I will provide transportation and, um, I, and unless you have a, uh, four by four by then we can take your car, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not taking the RV to that. We're going to tent camp that one and, and, uh, have, have a off grid tent camp on that one. So it should be a fun time, but I've never been, I've never been to Wyoming. I've never been to Yellowstone. I've never been to Wyoming or Montana and I've never been to Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Of course I've been, Almost everywhere in the United States, but those are two states in the West I've not I've not been to. So been to I think I've been everywhere else. I've been as far north as South Dakota, straight up from Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska. So I think I've been to South Dakota, but every but go to the West, and I think I've been to every state except Montana and Wyoming. So that that'll be a welcome. And of course, we're gonna have to do a Poda where we're at. Well, the whole place is a Poda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because my my own personal goal is to get a POTA activated in every state, uh. So, and I think I've got, well, I haven't done Oregon. I've been to Oregon and 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 uh, Washington, but I haven't ever activated POTA. So I'm gonna have to go back there. <laughs> yes, ham radio hobo. Yes, I've been to Utah a couple times. It's been a few years, but um, but we uh we used to go to Lake Powell and float down a riverboat from uh, Utah into in Arizona. And I, I've driven through Utah a couple. Never been to Salt Lake City, but I've been to Utah. So. But it should be, you know, hey. Hit the road, man. That's uh that's what I'd like to do.
1: Yep. I wish I had uh, more time to join it.
0: Yeah. Yep. Devil's Canning in Wyoming has a herd of wild horses. Really? That still exists? Mhm. That's oh, yeah.
2: wild we've got yeah. them out here in the Tonto national forest. We've got wild area... horses. Wow. Yeah. It's actually kind of freaky. We've got this thing called the uh, salt river
0: mm-hmm.
2: and, um, they actually pump water back up to the top and they actually will let you rent like oversized inner tubes and take like a two to four hour kind of trip down. And mm-hmm. you'll see wild horses just come through in like, I don't know if they're herds, but like, of like 20 or 30 at a time and just walk right in front of you. It's wild.
0: I didn't think wild horses were a thing anymore. I thought they had all been rounded up and.
1: Nope. There's a uh, wild donkeys. It's in one town. We have them here too. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool.
2: Yeah. Uh, we're actually considering getting a pair. Um, I actually want to start incorporating uh, a couple of donkeys into my radio stuff. I'm doing in the backcountry Cause the big problem here is water in the summer. I need like eight liters per day. So uh-huh. I'm planning on packing out with a couple and the way that, um, it works is there's a rescue bias that will give you a pair of donkeys at a time. For some reason, they make you get them in pairs. Um, And they'll charge you like 200 bucks or 250 bucks, but they'll give you your money back if you end up keeping them for the full year. So we're kind of reworking the property to accommodate a couple of donkeys probably in 2024. That's cool. That sounds
0: fun. Uh, Edward Griffin says, Dota, donkeys on the air. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be cool. Yeah. Lon says CPAC is in Seaside, Oregon, usually early June. CPAC is on my bucket list. That's one of those ham fests I've never been to. I want to go to it at least once. Um I don't know if I'll make it this year, but um maybe. Maybe. So yeah, I'm flying to that. I'm not gonna drive to Seaside, Oregon. Although that would be a fun drive, but you'd have to take I'd have to take a couple weeks to I'm already to do that. looking at
1: camping sites for Yellowstone. Yeah.
0: They have R V
1: sites. They have RV not, sides. I'm not taking the RV up there. No.
0: So,
2: Jason, something you might want to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have a Jeep, but you're, I think your truck mm-hmm. will be just fine. Have you seen the 4x4 uh, four four A-frames? It, the, uh, the little mm-hmm. trailers um, that are the A-frames that will pop up. So you can oh, yes, stand. yes. There's a sure. whole aftermarket sure. of guys mm-hmm. doing the full-on kind of Jeep excursions with yeah. those A-frames. So, it's, yeah. It's a cool little mix. I'll let you know what mm-hmm. we're coming up with, but I'm thinking okay. about getting one of those too.
0: Okay. Um, so can- yeah, I, I've I've uh, I've interviewed a couple of I interviewed so I, I've gone to a couple of overland shows and interviewed companies that had that type of trailer there. So yeah, that's an option. Um and those are supposed to be really lightweight. Yeah, they're like twelve hundred pounds or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like pulling it pulling your tent with you. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and that might be fun. That might be fun. I don't need another trailer right now. I've got, I've got two and I need to get rid of one. So, uh, long-term, I, th- I think long-term I, I want something. I really, I'm going to look up that Leprechaun you had. I thought that was oh, pretty neat. Isn't that badass? Um, so yeah, what, yeah, what is um, that? Think.
2: So it's my, we have a class CRV. It's on an E450 chassis. It's got the mm-hmm. Triton 10 or v, the Triton V10, mm-hmm. but it's only tip to tip 27 feet. And the That's overhang on the top has got a ton of room for gear since we typically only sleep two. Mm-hmm. It's got everything. It's got the walk-in closet, a queen bed. Uh, the bathroom's tiny, but yeah. um, it's perfect. Yeah, Jason was in there while we were going through some of my explicit yeah. goodies uh, that I <laughs> carry with me <laughs> yeah, in Arizona yeah. for personal security. But it's
0: uh, it's yeah. I've been looking at uh, I, I've been talking to Hank Strange a bunch, and he's got a he's got a coachman beyond camper van. Yeah. And it's got, and it's, it's much more gray man as far as RV goes. He says the cool thing about a camper van is that if you're driving on a road trip somewhere and you're just kind of like, I'm tired, you can pull off into a neighborhood off the highway and kind of park on the, on the street, Yeah, hopefully not in front of a house or something, but you know, kind of just kind of park it like in a neighborhood park or something like that. And people don't question a van because it's, it's much more gray man than, than just like pulling an RV in there and lighting it up and popping out the sl- slide room or something. So, and I'm like, you know, that's kind of cool. And, um, and I've been trying to talk my wife into, into I don't know if she's still listening or not, but I'm trying to talk her into, I was like, hey, what we could do is sell the house, buy a van, hit the road for six months. And then the other six months of the year, we'll just go to Galveston, and stay in our house down there. So, cause we rent that Galveston house during the summer. Yeah. And, and it's for rent during the fall and winter, but it doesn't get much. It, I, we usually get a week and like, uh October and maybe a week during Christmas and maybe over New Year's you know it just kind of depends it's it's very it stays pretty much booked from Labor Day I'm sorry Memorial Day through the end of school that's the peak season so I'm like we could just go down there after that and stay there for the rest of the time and then hit the road next year or so so we had that same plan
2: and mm-hmm. we actually looked at the class B's first the vans mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the problem with them are one the capacities and yeah. the shower setup is non-existent the best you can mm-hmm. hope for is like the wet showers for the shower heads over the toilet seat uh but then you're pretty much limited in what you can do um and they're twice the price of a class c we,
1: like you're you're over a hundred thousand dollars on, so, the, so on the bees what's yeah, your preference nah, on that nah. if, i was going to ask what's your preference on showers the 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 wet shower or the, a split shower I like the split shower um I have a wife who refuses to
2: have it the other way so I gotta keep her happy
1: well so so
0: so Hank's van his the very back of the van has so the shower instead of going long ways along the passenger or driver's side door it's in the back and it goes along the back uh, doors and it's it's bigger than that it is a combo shower toilet. But it's bigger than like it's it's not you're not like standing at the toilet to take a shower. It's there's some separation there, so it's a little bit bigger. Um, but I would buy. Um, I'd be curious to see what those that Class C goes for. You say Class C, right?
2: Class C, yeah, the one with uh-huh. the overhang on the truck chassis. Right,
0: yeah, because I saw two or three other Ford E three fifty or or four fifties out there, and they said something else on the top of them besides Leprechaun. So I'm yeah. like, okay, this is a series of something. I need to I need to do some investigations in this. But I was I, I I wouldn't buy one brand new. But you're right, a brand new they're like 100 and I, the Mercedes Sprinter vans are about 150 ish. You don't want I, a Mercedes chassis because I don't, of the I maintenance. Don't, yeah, no, I I don't. You're right. I want either the Ford or the Dodge. Yeah. Um, the problem with I'm I'm a Ford guy, but the problem with the Ford is I haven't been able to find them in four wheel drive. The the Class C vans in four wheel drive.
2: They have them. They're expensive. They're on the new yeah. E550 chassis, and they're okay. like in the $150,000 okay. range. The yeah. one that I want, if I was to do it full-time, is the, uh, uh, it'll come to me at some point. I'll let you know which one it is. Yeah, right. um,
0: but, I don't uh, know. I, 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 there's something to be said for having more room. There's something to be said for um, having your, having a non-tandem setup so you're not pulling a car behind you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, depends on where you're going i guess so i don't know i've i have i am looking at a couple things right now uh i like i like my i like my setup i've got now but i think i can do better so i don't know we'll see. i i don't know i'm just really brainstorming is all i'm doing what if what if what if so so,
2: so the class c for example uh covid really screwed up the prices they went yeah. way up but yeah. we went used ours is a 17 and we bought it uh, i think in 18 okay. for 65k and the cool see, that, thing, about, see, okay, it's perfect, right? And yeah, the other that's thing about bad. it, we write it off as our second home, so we write right. off uh, right th- the interest on it.
0: Yeah. So I saw on, I think it was on Facebook, but it might have been on eBay. I was just, I'm just poking around doing some research, looking for prices, and whatnot. They had a 2015, 16 ish. I don't remember exactly what year it was. Four wheel drive Dodge Ram van. And I don't remember what they call those things, but they're the they're the they're the vans that look like the Amazon truck that comes off and delivers packages to your house yeah. every day. I assume you guys get patches every day like I do. So but <laughs> it's not the it's not the van look, but it's the one with the like the the very aerodynamic sloped nose to it. They yeah. all kind of look the same. Anyway, I saw a Winnebago package on this Dodge Ram van. And it had like a hundred thousand miles on it, something like that. But it was beautiful on this side, very well maintained, well kept, and everything. And they only wanted; they were only asking sixty grand for it, and I, and it never sold. And I assume the reason it never sold is because I think I think it was on eBay where I saw it. So eBay takes a crap ton of fees. So sixty thousand dollars pro, was probably a little bit too much. It's probably worth more like fifty to fifty five, and nobody wanted to pay sixty. But he probably listed it for sixty because eBay is going to take like twelve percent so i i don't know but i was like that's a beautiful van that's what i would like right there and it had a toilet it had a a shower toilet combo thing um and it had the roof rack on it with the awning on it and 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 a a ladder on the other side a bunch of a bunch of stuff it was the Winnebago. it was done up nicely so i I, but i always thought it would be cool to build something like that like just buy one that's just gutted just like you know what none of them have a, a big shower Let's change that. So, <laughs> so, uh, we've turned this into
2: an RV channel, uh, not radio <laughs> channel. But right, there, right, right. That's research. what
0: Courtside is.
2: There's one to research it, and it, it's not available in the States. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called the uh, VW California. And it is like mm-hmm. a remake. It's a van. Okay. Uh, it's slick, and it's a hmm. remake of uh, like a 60s style van camper. Forget uh, hmm. what it's
0: called. Oh, like the like the like the hippie van type look, like
1: uh,
0: the sort VW of. the the VW the little itty bitty VW van. Kind of yeah, and okay. it's got like a pop up right.
2: too, so you can like stand up on the inside and yeah, uh, little kitchenette. Uh, like I mm. said, that VW California looks like it's amazing. We would have bought that if it was available in the U.S.
0: Mm. They don't have they don't have any right naming it California if they're not going to sell it in the U.S. <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, yeah, you're right. This we're not talking about radios. We're talking about RVs, but that's what Quartzfest Quartzfest is the, was the there was every I shouldn't say everybody. Most everybody out there had some sort of antenna set up on their vehicle. Saw some really cool antenna setups. The guys had a special event station there. I forget, um it was one of the Arizona it was one of the local radio clubs. They had a special event station set up with a call sign, big tri band beam on uh connected to the back of their uh their uh it was like a um I guess it was a tra- it was like a toy hauler type trailer that they had gutted and set up a mobile mobile ham shack in that was really cool looking, but so there there was that going on and um uh what else? How did uh, uh,
2: Chuck's uh, hex beam work out? I left right before you guys got that on the air.
0: That was uh, oh <clears throat> okay, so you weren't there for that then. He didn't do much with it, but uh Hayden. Uh, from Ham Radio DX YouTube channel from, uh, to actually, I, I say Australia. He's actually in Tasmania, little island south of Australia. He was calling CQ on 10 meters, and we heard him on Chuck's beam, and Chuck had the 705. He had the 705, but the Yezu amp, so he, it actually was 100 watts. We went back to him. we made we, All three of us made contact with Hayden that night. Wow. So, yeah, so Courtside Quartz, Arizona, on that hex beam, to Tasmania Australia so yeah yeah I'd say it's working well yeah <laughs> wasn't the prettiest antenna out there and it, it kept falling he had it on that painter's pole it kept falling every time the wind would come up but uh but it definitely he, he did a good job with building it it definitely worked uh Oh, there you go. Okay, I just saw that pop up. I'm like, what is that?
1: What? Oh, Discord?
0: The, the Discord chat. Yeah, yeah Okay. I, I, all
1: right. I'm in the background yeah. doing the planning stuff right, and right. Uh, <laughs> pulling people together.
0: Okay. Uh, all right, guys. Um, hey, I want to say thank you to everybody in the chat for hanging out. I saw there was like 65 or 70 of you just hanging out. I started late because I got home late, but I really appreciate you guys hanging out and waiting around for us to to get this kicked off. Uh, we are going to be giving away an ICOM seventy three hundred and a ninety seven hundred on the channel this time next week, regular time, seven o'clock again, uh, UTC zero one hundred UTC on on uh, Monday morning is what that works
1: out to be. So, so let's let's um, just do final thoughts on Course Fest since that's the topic of the evening. Um, okay, go ahead. Would would, would, you, would you go again, and what how would you describe the whole experience? I've been
0: wanting to do it for years. I'm glad I went. I would probably go again, but it's definitely not going to be an every year thing for me. I would probably, if I think Charlie and I were talking yesterday and he's like, yeah, of course he's only like an hour and a half away. He's like, if I go again, I'd probably come the first weekend and stay until middle of the week and then go home. Like, Mm -hmm. like what you did, Gaston. Yeah. So, um, that's probably what I would do. The problem with me doing that is it takes three, it, it took me three days to get there. Now I did that on... It was an 18-hour drive. I did it on purpose. I wanted to drive six hours a day, stop and do POTA along the way, which is what I did. I'm happy I did that. But it's still three hour, three days to get there and two to three days to get home. I don't want to do a five- or six-hour round-trip drive to only stay a couple of nights. Mm-hmm. So it's, that wouldn't be worth it. To me, the reason I wanted to stay all week is because it took so long to get there and back. So, yeah, I would do it again. I likely will not do it again for another two or three years. And if... If it happens that a bunch of YouTubers get together and say, hey, let's do this again, I will probably say, okay, I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and come along, but I'm not going to put it on my calendar for every year. And like I said, I really missed Winterfield Day, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to look forward to doing
1: Winterfield Day again next year. Uh, Gaston, same, same thing. Yeah,
2: I pretty much echo most of what Jason said. I'm glad that I went. It's been on my bucket list ever since I got licensed about five years ago. But uh, unless there's a compelling reason, even as a local... Uh, it's just not my my normal scene. I prefer to do something a bit more active, so mm-hmm. there may be something that starts to pop up uh, where I'm located that's uh, more geared around people that want to do active soda and those types of activities daily. And who knows, maybe it'll grow into something bigger, like a Quartz Fest. Is mm-hmm. is kind of where my mind is right now.
0: Something you're spearheading?
2: Yeah, I have a bunch of guys that want to come out and do soda, do some radio drills and they don't know how to get started. So it'd be fun. Hey, let's go take over, uh, the national forest, for example, in this area, yeah. bring your own gear, let's meet up. But again, it's going to require a different type of person that's more mobile. I found that a yeah. lot of the people at sports fest were driving around in conveyances to go like half a block. so again it's just not my scene yeah i'm glad i went though
1: right i i'm glad i went um it was fun i enjoyed talking to everyone out there i enjoyed um some of the presentations I, i attended but this event was for you to go with a group of people and experience this together yeah if i went alone and uh, brave, brave you, uh, Gaston, for going alone. Um, <laughs> I would have had a miserable time.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, it, the what what made it fun was our open campsite that Jason always does if he has the the he brings his RV. Um, just everyone's just coming around, sitting around the campfire and just just talking. And um, that's that's what really made the event for me. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm going to echo Jason's sentiments exactly. Um, I miss doing winter field day. Um, and all the fun that comes with that. I actually ran out and uh checked out the Hearst event uh for Winter Field Day. Yeah. Um, but they were uh, wrapping up the time I got there, so mm-hmm. it was getting cold. I don't blame them. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, I, I was listening to their net on the way in, and mm-hmm. I was they, they said that you had stopped by, so oh, that's cool. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, glad. yeah, I'd be uh, I'd be interested in. Uh, a b- more of a mobile soda that that that, that kind of that soda event that we did at at Grand Canyon last year and Yosemite the year before. Um, I took the RV to Grand Canyon last year. I shouldn't have done that, but we were all just camped in tents at Yosemite the year before that. I think that's kind of more. I I'm interested in both. I think that's a little. I think I'm a little bit more interested in that. So I like the I like the RV scene, but I think I'm going to try to do RV scene that's closer to home. Mm-hmm. So if we have to get, if we have to do a long trip I want to do like a, a a tent camping type thing a more mobile type thing so mm-hmm. yeah I'd I'd be down for that so cool well once again thanks to everyone who who hung out for almost an hour or more than an hour actually and uh was waiting for me to get started appreciate you guys being here tonight um I've got uh, I've got a bunch of stuff to do this week so you'll see me in Discord and online I've already got all my videos uh for this week already um, edited and well I'm having someone edit them for me and uh, I, I've got them all back so i got to upload them but we will be giving away those two ICOM radios on this channel a week from tonight Frank shared that link earlier in the chat I can do um, it again yeah, yeah go ahead and put it in there again so go sign up for the giveaway and uh, we will talk to everyone sometime this week everyone stay warm um, sadly it is colder in Texas right now than it is in Arizona I guess that's just how it goes. (laughs) 73, guys. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you.